Hi everyone, and welcome to Little Victories. In this episode, Corn and Pierre talk about the future of remote working and the perfect city to live in. Then they take a trip to Sadness City and discuss the beauty of feeling sad. Finally, they review the Golden Globes nomination and bash on Emily in Paris. Enjoy the show. Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Cornelius. Early recording today. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think this is the earliest we've ever done. Mm -hmm. But it we is, are that uh, good. 20 past 10 uh, on a Saturday. And uh, Pierre, for some reason, wanted to uh, record earlier today. I asked if we could do it at 1 p.m., but he said no earlier. Yeah, because and 1 p.m. Like, it would huh, be after right, lunch. Uh, ah, you low energy, sluggish and kind of... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like that girl in uh, Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood, the actress, when she says, like, eating lunch before a scene makes her sluggish. Ooh, that's a deep, deep cut into a movie that I didn't see in a long time. What? I try to uh, watch it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> as it's only as you three can. hours long, man. Just, <laughs> just, just watch it. Um... But uh, I actually got a, um, a little question for you. Last episode, we talked about uh, about uh, holidays and what uh, our favorite holidays were. And um, that gave me kind of like uh, a boost to think about future holidays, Ooh. not just the past holidays. And let me set this up for you. At the moment, a lot of people work at, in home office, at least a lot of people that have jobs like you and me, working with data, and where you don't have to be physically present, really, and where the infrastructure is there to work from home. So uh, my GF and I talked about like this new way of living where you could, for example, go to a different city for like a month, just work out of there, take yep. maybe the Fridays off, and uh, explore the city in a way that you would live there, you know? Like you have your 9 to 5 or whatever, and uh, then in the evenings you go out, go to the restaurants, uh, walk around, uh, I don't know, like go for a run to, to get like the feel of the city. And it's better than just like doing the touristy shit packed into three days and then go home again, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and all you really need is an Airbnb with a proper internet connection. Uh, and the other thing you need is a certain time zone. It's also something I thought about. Like, we couldn't go to um, to Australia and be like, well, hey, guys, uh, so I'm going to work from 11 p.m. to, <laughs> to 7 a.m. That's not how you enjoy a new, a new city or country. How about but a meeting at 3 a.m.? Does that work for you? <laughs> is that fine? Um, because... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I also thought about this because uh, I actually have a colleague to who to uh, escape from the COVID stuff. He went to Shanghai. Apparently, no COVID in China. Uh, All right. <laughs> and uh, he works from 3 p.m. to uh, 12 at night. And okay. In the mornings, so that's still like work, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, for him, it it's fine. Uh, you can't go so far to, away that you would work. At like, you start work at midnight, then it makes no sense. But, you know, certain parts of Canada, for example, like Halifax, where, you know, 
uh, I have relations to, there is um, only a five-hour delay. So you could start working at like four or five in the morning. Totally workable. Yep. That yeah, it's that works. If you don't adjust to the jet lag, even that works. So here is my question to you, and maybe it's just more of like a discussion point. What city would you go to to work for in like for like four weeks? Come back after, like, if you had no restrictions on traveling right now. That's a good question. Um, I would take ah, oh, that's a that's a very good one. Um, I have to think about this. I would not want to go too far because then I would think that making this long travel to get there and then have to go back from to four weeks would be a too much organization and hassle for my my little brain. So mm -hmm. um, I would like just to have this feeling of seeing something completely different, like something new, just so I don't see the same exterior from my window. <laughs> <laughs> every day um i would like sun um especially during winter time good call if it was summertime i would like to go somewhere like where it's a bit more like fresh air you know like something in the mountain uh, so you can escape this kind of heat wave that sometimes you can have uh, in the cities and then you can work and from home but still with this kind of fresh fresh air um, but right now, I would want probably go to to Spain, like something like Barcelona, something like this. Mm. Yeah. Um, especially that right now, there's not a lot of COVID restriction there. Um, yeah. So if I could just like fly to Barcelona, work there four weeks, uh, that would be great. Uh, the only thing that I'm thinking is, wouldn't be like a fear, not a fear, but like a bit of a frustration that you're in that city and you still have to work inside your Airbnb for like eight hours minimum per day. I don't know. Maybe that's a bit too much complaining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is the dream scenario though? Like, you know, you're probably going to have to work for your money in your life. Uh, but like the dream is to kind of maybe travel around without too much stress and get to see new things. Maybe like your dream is to stay in one place forever. That's fine too. But uh, for me, for example, it would be, I would be, I don't care what job I do in that city I'm exploring, you know? Yeah. To me, like exploring the city is such a, such a benefit that I would say, well, all right, doesn't matter if I do this job nine to five or this job nine to five. I still get to be in the city and then like in the evening you would have to prepare properly and that you would have to plan your evenings probably and be like all right i have five week evenings and uh in that time like i can go to that many restaurants and uh maybe take a walk there on the weekends i can go to that one museum i want to see like let's face it we're not we're not going to see all the museums in the city because <laughs> well, we I can. care for all the art. <laughs> yeah, you can, sure, because you're into uh, weird shit. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but like for me, I always text you when I go to a museum. <laughs> <laughs> One more, Cornelius. <laughs> How many did you do this week? Really. Zero. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know what I mean, right? Like, uh, I need to see the modern and abstract museums, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so exploring the city would be. Uh, 
indeed a big part. I was thinking, but uh, I'm not 100% sure about that thought. What could be nice is that you don't stay in some kind of Airbnb, but you seek those like co-working space. And mm. maybe you could travel even like with colleagues, like, and then you just yeah. work with colleagues, like your team yeah. for like these four weeks, but in a different city. And then yeah. you hit up those bars and restaurants with them. Yeah. And then you go back to your own respective place. But like for these four weeks, you kind of like, it would be an actual team building that is worth something. Yeah. Yeah. It would work 100% if everybody's into like, like if everybody's on the same page about the city, then uh, that would work. That actually gave me an, um, I had another thought about like the future of working. And now that we know like you can work from home, uh, why not like give people the chance? And I think that's, that's how it's going to be at some point. There's going to be like this kind of office hybrid where, you know, if I work, my, my office is in Frankfurt, but I live in Cologne. Why not work at like a co-working space in Cologne, even with friends, you know? Like yeah. I could say I have like three friends here and it's a bummer that I don't see them like in my breaks because they all have to be in their respective offices that are far away. But what if, if we can all work from home anyways, um, we all go to the same co-working space and just work from there. For sure. Like, this could, this could work too. So even in your own city, uh, I think that's also like right now it's, uh, still sort of unimaginable for a lot of people but once like this older generation fades fades out mm -hmm. like there's no uh real reason why i couldn't work like that there's no reason you can say except for yeah your internet connection has to be good yeah i, I think the risk is that uh businesses and just capitalists in general they fear that at some point we say okay First, don't need to go to the office anymore. You can work from home. And then, oh, actually, you can co-work with your friends and have your break together. And then it will reach a point to say, like, why are you still working? Just <laughs> don't anymore. And then... Yeah, but, like, you still... Society you still collapse. <laughs> no, you still need money. Exactly. But what if we don't use money anymore? Yeah, See? well, then I wouldn't work anyways. <laughs> It's, it starts with not having to go to the that boring office and it ends yeah. in a utopia where we don't use money anymore. Where we all just farm our own shit. Yeah. Or we use the food like, replicator from Star Trek. and then I don't know what that is, actually. And that's how, uh, in Star Trek, that is exactly how they abolished money, is when they managed to make food appear from thin air from a machine ah. and uh which, which always made me laugh is that when they use the machine the cutlery and the plates also appear i'm like come on at least <laughs> nice <you> can, you <laughs> try to the reuse at least stuff. the plate like, <laughs> <laughs> you have infinite shit now <laughs> like one effort come on just put the plate in it and then make the food appear in it don't make everything appear that's wasteful so that's how they abolish money, but like, how do you get like other things that you want, like furniture? Oh, and probably uh, robots and automation. 
Um, in Star Trek, people uh. work to um, to enrich their mind, uh, and they invest in themselves, as they say. So is that like a theme? Well, the, the especially the next generation shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they say that um, the sole purpose of the entire uh, federation, like the ship that goes to space, is just to explore new worlds. Just like be like, hey, yeah. we just want to see cool shits and see new aliens. Yeah. They don't want to mine anything. They don't want to conquer. They don't want. To, they just there just to see. Oh, what's there? We want to see. That's the yeah, best it, job I mean, ever. It is the best job ever, and I agree. But what about like? The, so that's like the six people that are on the bridge who have all the adventures. They see shit. But first of all, that fucking Star Trek ship works on probably like a thousand jobs so what are what about those people they're just like listening to the adventures and they're like all right my mind is enriched <laughs> and also what about the people on earth like do they all just work so that captain kirk can fucking go and explore um i think i don't have enough knowledge about this i would say that it's <laughs> like you can work or not who cares <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can make money like uh food like if you <laughs> if you don't work you can just eat nah, i don't give a fuck so oh, it makes sense. Yeah, um, I'm not sure we have a lot of uh, Star Trek uh, trickies, as they say in, in the business, uh, listening to the podcast. But um, yeah, I don't exactly know. What if you don't want to to work or have adventure? What do you do? Um, yeah, nothing. Yeah, the the, the ultimate well, goal if you don't is don't want to work or have adventures. Then you don't <laughs> <do anything. laughs> just just use the food replicator. <laughs> Yeah, just eat, sleep, and repeat, as those uh, Instagram influencers say that do a lot of uh, work. Yeah, go on a trip on yeah. Mars. Why not? Enjoy yourself. Yeah, just terraform Mars and just chill. The thing about the, the decoration um, aspect of, like, if you want, like, you can replicate food, but you cannot <laughs> replicate furniture, uh, made me think of another question I have for you. And maybe that's a weird segue, far-fetched, but I don't care. What is a, the decorative item that you um, paid the most money for at your place? Mm. So pure decoration. Something yeah, that so has like, no... I know you've got a new couch that looks nice, yeah. but... Well, you can have functionality, but okay, let's just take out... Like your couch doesn't count and the TV doesn't count either. Mm -hmm. so the rest like for functionality is fine too but actually no i i think it's more of like just decor just decor all right let's stick to the core and uh, the functionality part is a question for another day ha <laughs> hmm <laughs> that's a good one um i would say just putting poster in frames yeah <laughs> I think that's it, actually. I don't have any object that I went on a, like on a market and said, like, ooh, look at this nice horse statue. <laughs> what? What's, what's more expensive, the poster or the frame? <laughs> uh, probably the frame. 100% the frame. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the frame is like 30 bucks off of Ikea and the poster was like 20. Yeah. And... 
three delivery, like three years delivery. <laughs> um, sometimes I have I receive gift that I just decoration, but I never pay for them. Um, mm. But now I think that's something that I'm thinking more about, like getting actually. Um, I would like just walk in the street and say like, "Ooh, that would be nice. That's a nice object." Mm. Like a, a nice little thing to put on a shelf, but I never purchase yeah. them. I think I'm. I'm yeah. It's like yeah. when when it's I will be woman. an adult, I will do it. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> I think I, uh, my my joke was overgone. When you're an adult, you would do it. Like, what was the last object on the street that you were like, okay, once I'm an adult, twenty nine year old man. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're twenty. You're you're an adult man. <laughs> What was the last um, object on the street where you were like, ah, once I'm older, I'm going to buy it? Um, that's also a good question. I think I always have in my head these um, kind of home cinema thing, which is like you just transform one room of your house to like a fucking theater. <laughs> yeah, of course. Best shit ever. <laughs> and it's going to happen. Like For sure. I think we won't have a choice <laughs> at one point. We'll just have our personal Cinema's own theater done. at home. Yeah, I think so. And uh, our own popcorn machine. You know, I'm not about that popcorn, but uh, you can uh, get me a nice triangular-shaped uh, corn chip any day. All right. What what time is it? We have to, to clock in the nachos reference. Right. Oh. 17 minutes. Uh, I think we're, we're not too bad. In? Yeah, 17 ah, minutes. All right. <laughs> Shit. I um, <laughs> what what what's yours? What's the do you have a expensive decoration shit at your at your um, place? No. Uh, it's the same answer. It's a frame for a poster. That would be that would be the most expensive decorative shit I got. But is there something that you would like to have that you say like, ooh, maybe if I have a few dollars more? All right. So, yes, I'm into those. Uh, uh, well, we talked about this before. I think the Taschen uh, books. Ah, yes. Um, and uh, there's one. Um, uh, Helmut Newton, who's a photographer, he did like this big, big book. Um, it's called the Sumo. And this one, it's a unique thing, so you can't buy it. But they did a, uh, I think it's called um, semi-sumo or half-sumo or something. And that's just like a uh, a book by this with, with pictures of this photographer in it, in them. And um, it comes with like a little metal stand. So you can just put it somewhere and open a book and it looks it just looks very nice but this thing um is i think limited to uh 10,000 pieces and at the moment it costs 1,000 a pop so yeah i'm not gonna spend that much money on it right now but if i had like uh, a, a bit more i would be like yeah i would like that yeah, are you mentioning this on the podcast so that uh, it's like a birthday gift I'm supposed to to give you? Yep. 
Buy me a gift for 1K, please. <laughs> What do you think about um, expensive watches? Do you have any interest in them? <sighs> That's a good question. The thing is... Um, I have one expensive watch, or at least in my world, that's expensive, uh, that I received for communion. Um, and it's a very nice watch. It's Omega. The thing is, These I don't nice like watches. flashy. You know, I don't like the flashy ones. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't want to walk around the city and be like, oh, I might be mugged for my watch. Mm. So Omega is perfect because they're kind of like stylish, still sort of minimalistic and um just very fashionable and timeless ha! timeless watch um <laughs> and one. uh yeah thanks i think i'm not the first person to make that joke so those super expensive ones they become very flashy very fast and i don't want flashy i don't need diamonds i don't need gold just for if i had fuck you money i would probably get like a gold rolex just to be like to, to, for the jokes Okay. You know, yeah. You can make jokes about it. Just make jokes about it. Become a parody uh, of yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you don't take yourself too seriously. You're like, yes, I spent 30k on a watch uh, because I can and I'm an idiot. Um and I do appreciate the art of watchmaking. I like I appreciate the mechanics. I appreciate it when it looks nice and the design. And I full on understand if it's uh someone's hobby. Um so But uh, not not at the moment, not really for me. Hmm. Like the one I have, I'm fine with. What about you? Um, I like the ones with candy inside. <laughs> the expensive ones with candy inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was good Very times. Well crafted. <laughs> Watch. Ooh, this one is inside. blue. <laughs> What are they called again? G-Shock. Yes. Such a interesting uh, memory from childhood. These like crazy Everybody. watches. Everybody had them. Yeah. Like little compartment. And, and yeah. you, you said it was secret, but everybody knew about it because everybody <laughs> had the same watch. <laughs> and you had so many, like it was always like the, the, the extra feature. Oh yes, mine has candy. And also... A magnifying glasses on it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't remember the magnifying glasses. You had a magnifying well, <laughs> glass? <laughs> oh, it's a joke? It. I don't know. I thought there was always an extra feature just so they could like differentiate. There was one that would shoot like little, little pebble. And you could just like, hey, take that. <laughs> uh, first of all, I would use that shit today. I'd be like... <laughs> 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 like a little dart, like James Bond. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I feel this in, in general trend right now, which is just to bring back old toys from our childhood and sell it to adults. I think that's a very... Uh, uh, th th there's a lot of money to make on that on that area. As long as there's Thomas, you can sell that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For five times the price, because now the kids has money. <laughs> Yeah, the kid has money. And he's gonna spend it on that. Yeah. yeah. Like those shoes with the little wheel inside. Oh my Wheelies. Wheelies, yes. I never had wheelies. Oh, is it called Heelies? Because it's on the heel? Heelies. It's yes. Heelies. Yeah, right. it's yeah. not wheelies. Uh, yeah, you're right. Did you have them? No, I mean no no. Too scary. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> Too much action. Like, <laughs> like, first of all, it fucks up your back if you walk normally on them. You're yeah. always on your toes. <laughs> and and then uh, when you wheel, you have to, like, bend your 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 foot in, like, in a very uncomfortable way. Yeah. To, yeah. to point up. Not a big fan of No need. No. No need la. <laughs> no need la. Yeah. It's Is uh, it something it's, you say uh, French people say now? No, it's uh, from Singapore. They ah, yeah, they la. accentuate okay. every end sentence with la at the end. Yeah. Every sentence, right? No, it's just if it's uh, something affirmative. Like say, eh, no need la. Or isn't isn't it the opposite of affirmative? <laughs> no, it, it, it then it's not a Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just started my sentence with no and said it was affirmative. <laughs> I should have used uh, the word with conviction. Yes, la. <laughs> <laughs> if it's kind of like colloquial. <laughs> Don't use these words. To... Yeah, it's a bit colloquial, I guess. It's English. Right. English is not always colloquial. All right, all right. Here. So, corn. French speaking. Yeah. Hit me. I had a big topic for you today. Oh, wow. Also, good segue. Just cut. and. Yeah, just... Uh, they, they call we'll it set, a smash cut in the uh, movie <laughs> business. <laughs> yeah. Feels like a fist smash in my face. Smash cut to new it. question. Um, I wanted to talk about sadness but i want to make it fun <laughs> yay <laughs> because in the last week i felt a little blue felt a little bit sad as yeah one is supposed to feel at some point in their life it happens it happens that's that's the beauty of it just accept it all yeah, yeah it's part of life anyway i developed a framework very proud of Oh my god, it's the second framework we pitch in this podcast series. <laughs> um, it's not so much of a frame framework as it is a metaphor for sadness. <laughs> and I and I calling it going to sadness city. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take, take because, me down to sadness city. And and in the end I will have a couple of questions for you. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. So I think we both agree that sadness is a feeling as the others. It's a, it's a good feeling um, and it can help dealing with a lot of stuff in your life. So I would say that sadness is definitely something good or at least you should not reject. Okay. So in Sadness City, there's a lot of things you can do. You can listen to <laughs> old songs that will make you tear up that bring mm. good memories. You can watch specific kind of movie you can eat some type of food it's all bundled up in sadness city but that's where it's very important there is uh three house rules when you get to sadness city that is very important to respect if you don't if you break one of these rules you will end up to depression town and that's the place where you don't want to go <laughs> it's a neighboring city. All right. 
So when you hit up Sadness City, first, don't take your phone with you. When you're in Sadness City, it's you alone with no one else. Just don't take your phone. Don't check other people's life or anything. It should be about yourself. A nice don't moment for yourself. Don't take pictures. Mm. Just you. So leave your phone out <laughs> before you enter. Second, you should already have your... <laughs> you should tr book your trip back before even coming to Sydney City. It's not mm. a one-way trip. Because no. sometimes you just want to jump in it. And then if you stay too long, then the manager of the hotel will say to you, well, man... It's full, you have to go. And then you end up to depression town. <laughs> no good. So yeah. So you should enter Sadness City, but already thinking about, okay, now I'm sad, but how can I get better? Like, what can I do to make it better? That's very important. And the last one is that even though Sadness City is a great place, highly recommend it. If there's ever a request from Friend City... You should accept it. So <laughs> if you have buddies that say like, hey, we should do something tonight. And you're like, eh, actually, I just prefer to stay alone. No, choose to go oh. out. Just bond with mm. others because it's more important than eating some pizza and, <laughs> and watching a sad movie alone. So if you respect these three components, you can have a great stay at Sadness City. And then you'll you'll end up feeling happier and more enriched than before. If not, you can uh, go to darker places. Where, and Depression Town is a fucking junk place where you don't uh, want to go there. Horrible. No. Yeah. So, based on all of that, my first question could be just, what do you think of this? <laughs> but more importantly, very... I would like to know what would be your perfect bundle experiment experience if you hit Sadness City? What would you do there? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think Sadness City shouldn't have bars also. <laughs> so, uh, apart from not taking your phone, apart from... Uh, What's the second one? Uh, book your trip back. Ah, book your trip back. Uh, apart from uh, not... Um, fuck, now I forgot the third one. I just had it. F Friend City is the priority. Yeah, Friend City is uh, close. Yeah. Also, don't go to the bar in Sad City. <laughs> um, in my opinion, it doesn't end well. Uh, so other than that, that's all I would add to that metaphor, I think. And I think it's a good metaphor to answer your first question. I quite like it. Uh, it's it's a nice place that you go see some sights and um, whatever the sights might be, as you said, like you might go to a movie theater to watch an old movie that uh, gives you melancholy or uh, go to a restaurant to eat a dish that kind of warms you up uh, or... Um. Yeah, that sort of thing. Walk down memory um, lane. Walk down memory lane, exactly. Um. I. 
I get sad so little, man. It's, it's yeah, that, that's why I wanted to actually answer. to talk to you about with you about this because yeah. I feel you're someone who actually skip sadness city. Yeah, I, I drive right past by it. Yeah, <laughs> every you time I'm like, no. oh, that, that looks interesting, <laughs> but uh, a bit gray. <laughs> um, maybe because I enjoy. So to get to Sadness City and to use it properly, I think you need to go down uh, Nostalgia Road. Yeah. And uh, and I don't go down... Yeah, Big Highway. I don't go down Nostalgia Road that much. Uh, so uh, maybe that's why. But... Oh, man, that's a good question. Maybe I would go to a... All right. So apart from being open to go to Friends City... Uh, what would I do with, like, in... Uh, sorry, friend town? What was it? Doesn't matter, actually. <laughs> Does, doesn't matter, right? Actually, it doesn't matter. Friend, <laughs> it's, it's friend village. <laughs> it's not important at all. Um, what I would do within Sad City is... Uh, I would go to uh, a gym, for example. Ah, Because important. I know this yeah. always, like, you know, I can deal with my with my feelings by kind of just like throwing uh exercise and exhaustion at the edit <laughs> and uh and try to tire myself out so um i i i feel like i shield myself a bit from sad city vibes um also to embrace Sad City, probably I go to a to a music store and I would listen to uh, to some tunes that that do you know the um, uh, fuck very famous band Ah oh, the National yeah very sad songs kind of melancholic mm, songs at least in my opinion uh, I would probably listen to one or two songs of of uh, that band and then be like all right enough now <laughs> and then I, I i go to a different music store and it has like upbeat you know uh i don't know uh jacks uh J jackson five uh marvin gay like old upbeat music that kind of snaps you out of it and then you just you know what you do you go to a little uh like uh those uh 60s restaurants where they have the little dance floor and then you dance a little bit. <laughs> and when you dance a little bit to Marvin Gaye or to the Jackson 5, it doesn't matter how you dance, first of all. Any movement is good. And um, you just dance and, and uh, Sad City turns into into a metaphor that I, I, don't, I didn't think up yet. <laughs> uh, happy Town. <laughs> happy Town, yeah, exactly. Because they're um, actually close together. Yes, sister cities. Sister cities, yeah. <laughs> different um, country, though. <laughs> <laughs> completely different country. What about you? What do you do when you are in sad city? The thing is, I think, and I, that's why I'm so grateful to be your friend, because uh. I knew that you would tell me that your stay at Sunday City would be short, because I, th yeah. uh, I know that you are not nostalgic, uh, I know you don't like to think too much about like oh my god like to uh, just rehearse the past and like rehearse the past and always think about it. 
So I think you always have this very short time at Sadness City. I think you are more prone to stay at Happy Town for a very long time <laughs> and have this little city trip to uh, anxiety <laughs> village <laughs> oh. Oh, where yeah. it spikes very high. Uh, and then you just like meditate it away and then you go back to happy, happy town. Yeah, that's right. Anxiety is uh anxiety the, the like those four blocks of anxiety town are they're, they're dangerous. <laughs> you just like make do turns and you just run everywhere in the city and then you go but back actually, to happy place. Uh, I hope I'm not interrupting you but I just noticed something in sad city and in happy town. You have very similar parks. And if you walk around, and maybe it's like how a ray of sunlight uh, goes uh, through a tree mm -hmm. or, and, and hits like grass or whatever, and you have this very like divine moment, this can be melancholic or it can make you extremely happy. Oh, both. And uh, that's what I, well, that's what I have. Yeah, exactly. That's what I have a lot. Like when maybe I feel sad and then like I notice maybe the sky or whatever and then there's like this extreme emotion but it's always a good feeling even though it might be sadness i love that image um, yeah especially with you really i think it hit the spot with that ray of sunlight through yeah. the leaves i, I can mm. see myself like having a walk on a sunday morning where it's like beautiful outside and you have like both feelings at the same time you have this kind yeah. of like sadness purity but also a very happy feeling of like just seeing all those beautiful beautiful things around you yeah so so the yeah, nature thing a, is probably a big thing that i would do yeah definitely even just a yeah. park not like go in the mountains or whatever forest no just a park yeah it will suffice uh i would say that in my bundle um it's a mix of indeed having these nature walk like just having a walk in the forest and see that whatever happens to you there is still this kind of grounding element which is nature just looking at the tree that that tree was before my time and will be, be after my time mm. it's kind of a reassuring thought very grounding um and then at a more superficial level as long as i'm in sadness city i have to use the facilities there um <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching very dumb action movie from the 80s also. <laughs> yeah. Um, just watching, I don't know, Predator. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Arnie. Like a ghoul. Get to the yeah. chopper. Get yeah, to the good. chopper, exactly. Um, listening to sad tunes, a lot of jazz, jazz music, I would mm. say. Yeah. Um, uh, I really like, for example, I think Chet Baker is the perfect is the the permanent resident of sadness city <laughs> <laughs> yeah. population you um, <laughs> and then th that's it and also like nice comfy food um, yeah. just uh, order a, a pizza in your hotel room you know mm. is it pizza <laughs> would it be pizza for you it would be Pizza, but not from a traditional pizzeria place. It would be a ah, pizza Domino. from Domino's. <laughs> oh. I only can <sighs> crave it if I'm in Sadness City. 
There's yeah. No, 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 the time. Don't, don't give me like a nice pizza. Give me the, no. the greasy one. The, the, the nice pizza you don't deserve when you're sad. Like, no, no, give it to you when you're like very when when you're yeah. upbeat. But the Domino's is like, all right, I'm embracing it. Yes. Put mayo in your pasta. Just why not? <laughs> well, you know me. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, clock uh, flag when we talked about mayo again. Um, I, I I had another thought about this. Does it help that you know that a lot of people have been to Sad City too? Like you you you're not alone there. A lot of people have been there, and a lot of people are way closer in this in the in this inner city. Whereas I feel like you and I we are probably more roaming the periphery. Uh, we're not in the deep, deep core of the no. city with sky, sky skyscrapers <laughs> and there's no sun coming through, you know? We don't yeah. have that. And there's a lot of people that are close to the train station that takes you to Depression Town and uh, we, I don't think we are close to that uh, no. train station. No. Um, I think I at hope. some point, <laughs> but I think that's really something that you can improve on um you have you need these kind of red flags saying like oh my god i've been here for too long now this is not enjoyable anymore um after a point that domino's pizza is not tasting that great uh, you kind of say like, all right enough jazz and sadness and chet baker there's like this kind of it's like your own immune system but for feelings that i think it kicks in and you're like all right time to get the fuck out of here and then yeah. you just just but you need in my opinion you need that trip to sadness city to be able then to bounce back like mm. i cannot ignore it i just have to embrace it for a while and then i can i know that my body will make the adjustment then to make myself going out there and be happy again it's just the way it works and yeah. but but i think there are people who are and i think i can be like that as well but uh i think with time i manage better but uh sometimes you just say like no i'm staying here <laughs> you know you roll up in your blanket and say like <laughs> I no i don't want no. to be happy it's a nice uh, hotel <laughs> it's not you think it is but it's not exactly uh, yeah. And then you can really waste your time there, because uh, oh. for me, just a little trip in Sadness City is not a wasted time. It's just another way of experimenting things. You are more yeah. sensitive to 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 certain things that usually are are not. Like no. you sit on a bench, you reflect a little bit, and you have this kind of waves of feelings and emotion rushing through you, and it's it's nice. You're like, oh, usually I would have passed that bench not pay attention and just like have my regular life or whatever and now it's it's a bit different so yeah and we are all about having experiences yeah exactly get like catch those impressions like uh, any travel that you do yep very nice very 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 nice metaphor my friend it's <laughs> <laughs> a good one do we have any very clever segue to get out of this no <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way uh, maybe this will act yeah. as a a little ladder out of that topic Ooh. yes please dum, 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 dum. 
This is me climbing the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, f- I followed your movie recommendation and, ah. uh, and oh, watch... Oh, that's uh, not going to get take, take us out <laughs> of sadness, man. <laughs> and I watch A Young Promising Woman. Mm. What an interesting movie. Like, ah. I, I don't think there's a way really to talk about that movie without spoiling it, so I think I will be very general. But I think it's so ra- rare to have a movie that managed to combine drama comedy everything without being too much on the nose like it's just yeah it's just at the same time super impactful but it's also very subtle it's just a very clever movie but very approachable too like it's not like this kind of indie movie that you have to sit through and then say like oh i will have this reflection on it no you can actually enjoy a wide range of different feelings and reflection but still in a very clever and easy way i think yeah yeah and it's and to me it's still a unique movie it's like it's a new style of movie and still you know it's so well made everything Um, fits perfectly in my opinion i i felt at one point you can detect inspiration from certain directors and you're like all right this is kind of like for example tarantino i think there's a big inspiration on tarantino Mm. and then because you have this impression of like "Ah, this looks like a bit of a tarantino movie you start uh imagining the end of the movie or how the um, things will happen and then it's not that at all and it's like, no, 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 I'm not Tarantino. I'm not making a Tarantino movie. I will not give you that pleasure. But mm. I made you think that I was going in that direction. And now, nope. Taking a sharp turn and doing something completely different. And yeah. it's so now nice to being tricked that way. Um, and that you feel that a movie is not trying to be clever than you, but still manage to surprise you. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I'm no, very exactly happy with it. that movie. Yeah, it's it's unique. Like you don't, it's not you don't watch it and you're like, oh, the good good guy is gonna win in the end. You know, that's not how it is. Yeah, like it, it, there is you, you have no idea what's gonna happen and you're surprised like every five minutes. Uh, so it was just a, it's just a great experience to watch that movie, promising young woman. And it's, and such it's nominated a simple for a way. Globe. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like. I think, for example, when you watch, I'm not. I'm going to take an extreme example, but Night of the Hunter. <laughs> uh, if you watch, for example, Tenet, yeah, that movie. Uh, overall, I think I enjoyed it, but you have to try so hard to understand what's happening. That movie is trying to be so clever and better than you, and like say, like, oh, look at me, I'm complex, I'm difficult. Mm. Um, you have to make an effort to get me, you know? Yeah. And even if you try, I will still be out of your reach. And I'm I'm a bit pissed at that type of movie because they make me feel a bit dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know what? Uh, you, you're not that smart, Tenet. You're a bit stupid as well. But <laughs> here, it's like you have this kind of cleverness and smartness but still very approachable. That movie is inviting me. So like, come here. You're welcome here. You will be part with like grown-ups who are very smart and you can be part of this. 
And I felt like, oh, thank mm. you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. And it makes you think about stuff that you didn't think uh, for a long time. Completely. Yeah. Like, You're like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Not that, uh, that I did any of that stuff um, that is depicted in a movie. But it's so realistic. Like, it's, uh, you like, this probably happened close to someone you know you know like i mean not the extreme case of course but the other stuff that happens in it like um yeah i don't want to yeah. spoil it uh it's it's very real so it, i think yeah. everybody can like see a connection or not find themselves in it but find a situation in their lives where they saw ah oh, this could have happened that way Exactly. And if you still hesitate if you should watch it or not, let's just say that um, it passed the most important test, which is that my roommate did not fall asleep in front of it. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's very rare. Very few movies can, uh, can, can, can make it. Yeah. No. Um, your roommate, has, uh, he has good taste in movies. And I say good taste because he has a similar taste to me, I think. Yeah, you 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 watch very similar movies, I think. Uh, mm. To one exception, I don't think he's really into uh, musical comedy. Motherfucker. Yeah, I'm sorry, Corn. No, uh, Greatest oh Showman. <laughs> well, do it. He can. He, he can fucking. He can. Don't say it. <laughs> f fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Show him this and uh, tell him. Uh, I'm not his friend anymore. Even oh though he liked God. a lot of my movie recommendations. If you are not into musicals. Oh my God. That actually brings me to the Golden Globes nomination. I'm not sure if you saw them. It's not a big thing. Like this year wasn't. I mean it was good for movies. Because you have like drunk, uh, Druck. And you have uh, Promising Young Woman. It's yep. not bad. Like Tenet. I liked it actually. Like there's a couple of movies that are alright. But it's obviously less than it would have been. And could have been. So the Golden Globes like I felt like was reaching. And there are two nominations in there that are uh, ridiculous. So uh, if you would indulge me and I have to go on like this little rant now. Okay, um, wait. Should we put a timer <laughs> on your rant? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to be quick. No, it's go, gonna go be for it, man. The four minutes is yours. tops. So like they, um, I think a lot of uh, female inspired movies are in there. And uh I didn't watch all of them. Promising Young Woman is one of them. And they all, like from their trailers, look very good. I can't remember the names, but there's one with Vanessa Kirby. It, it looks very good. And um, a movie about Aretha Franklin, I think. I'm not sure. But um, maybe, maybe that's wrong. Uh, and I was being racist right now. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. But um, a lot of high quality movies seem to be in there. But then they start to reach when it comes to like musicals and comedies. And uh, they have uh, Hamilton is nominated. You know how Hamilton, the musical, they Disney Plus filmed it yep. and put it in like their cinemas because like they kind of sneaked it into the awards for movies so that it's probably going to be nominated for an Oscar too and uh, probably win something there. And... Um, I don't mind because Hamilton is a great piece of art. Like this is, I'm fine with their sneaky way of like, aha, well actually now it's a movie and we're going to get those awards too. Like I'm fine with that because it's so good. But there is 
two nominations that I'm furious about. Ooh, juicy. And uh, one is actually a musical. Because, you know, I like musicals, but I don't just like musicals across the board. If it's a good musical, I'm gonna really enjoy it. But if it's a bad musical, I have probably like the same repulsive feeling that you have when you watch The Greatest Showman. It's like, this is so dumb. There's <laughs> nothing makes sense. It's unrealistic. Like, it's horrible. And this movie is called The Prom. It's on Netflix. Oh, it has it Meryl Streep in it. James Corden was nominated for a Golden <gasps> Globe for his performance. And like... Cats was not enough for him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it's... I don't want to bash anyone. Because people, first of all, no one cares about my opinion, but like people worked on it hard to make that movie. It's so bad. I watched it. It's so bad. It's just what's not a the good worst movie. part? So, from someone like you who's all into a musical comedy, what was so bad about it? Well, first of all, the music isn't catchy. Oh. I couldn't like hum one song of it. Like, I didn't feel good watching it. You know, The Greatest Showman. Like, there's some songs in there that and and uh, and dance numbers where you're like, all right, this is uplifting. Like, even if you don't like musicals. Like, oh, oh, I have to say that I, I still it. remember, I would say, I did watch it once. I can still remember four or five songs from it. Definitely. Well, there you go. It has four or five bangers in it, in my opinion. <laughs> and uh, this, like, this prom movie is just, it has a nice, like... So, social justice theme but Jesus Christ is it bad like it, the, the, the musical numbers are bad there's no like very good dance scenes the plot is a bit dumb and um, far fetched also like I don't I mean, maybe it happens the way they depict it it's about like this um, uh, lesbian girl that wants to go to prom with another girl and mm -hmm. uh, there's like the parent, uh, like the teacher, uh, the parents of that school say no to it because they say there should be a exclusively, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, when, when there's only men and women, like a sort of heterosexual prom, like it only, th there's only couples allowed that are male and female, not either male, male or female, female. Okay. And it's Straight just like... Prom. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. It's so, so, so dumb. It's quite and, weak. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's easy, you know. A lot of white people in it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so just not a good movie. And it was nominated in, like, Best Musical Comedy. And, and James Corden is nominated. And it's like, I... It's, it's not the best. And then the other one is uh, for TV shows. Uh another netflix show which is emily in paris which is what it's the dumbest show i don't know if you've seen like parts of it or heard I, about it i i saw a couple of fragments and it, it, it is so the the least like i think the depth of that show could be measured with a very small ruler like there's nothing oh, it is just so nothing. flat it's just it like, is the flattest. It's the most superficial thing. Like, it could it's be an not ad for, like, for a car or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, it's not necessarily like superb acting. The storyline is again very bad. It's just like 
this very good looking girl is like, oh, well, now I'm in Paris and I actually have a great job and um, every guy wants to fuck me. And you're just like, oh, I know. It, it's the type of movie, if you go to a TV store, they will show it to you on all the TVs and then you can make a selection of like, oh, you, the colors of Paris looks good on the TV. I would pick <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yeah, she has like thick lip lipstick and like nice uh, dresses yeah. on, and you're just like, ah, all right. Yeah, I see the red. The red is deep. <laughs> <laughs> that looks good. Like you have no idea, but like, ah, that that seems all right. Is that OLED? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why this movie exists, just to make a choice of TV, TV show at the store. A TV show, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's so bad. And, and this like, was nominated then. It's nominated for a Golden Globe, man. What? Why? Please have uh, Ricky Gervais hosting so he can bash it. But I think he's done. Do you think the next series will be uh, Emily in another city then? What? Sorry, I didn't get that. Well, if the if it works so well and they get a Golden oh. Globe, do you think there will be a, oh. a season two where yeah. it's like, oh, Emily in Roma or in New York? Yeah. Or, or she uh, gets killed at the end. I don't know. I didn't watch the show. She didn't. She doesn't get killed off, sadly. But um, uh, sadly. I think she st she stays in Paris. Yeah, but uh, that's not the like. They have a few jokes about like the Parisian experience. Look a baguette. I mean, if, but she's like the tourist, the, yeah. the full-on tourist. It has not. It has nothing to do with life in Paris. Uh, do you see the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> <laughs> actually surprisingly you don't see the Eiffel Tower too much no? but you see uh, Rue Rivoli I think and like along the Seine a lot yeah uh, I would have expected that show to take place like in the Eiffel Tower because for yeah. Americans that's France and that's Europe yeah. actually yeah, yeah, it's Europe <laughs> oh, oh, which corner of Eiffel Tower do you live <laughs> <laughs> oh I live under it in the middle not up <laughs> just under mm. it in the middle how far is it from the mannequin piss exactly <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is the Berlin wall closed <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a stone throw away from the Colosseum <laughs> um, you know that uh, American tourists when they go to Paris they will purchase a baguette and they will just eat it like like that they, they think it's a dish by itself <laughs> they will just like say mm, time for that traditional <laughs> french <sighs> dish french like, bread <laughs> so good well, you can have it with stuff <laughs> put some confiture on it maybe a little uh, eat it with a little cheese no 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 i read this is the real experience you just uh, have to devour well, actually, it in the streets the, re the real experience is to you buy the baguette but then you only like break off the tip and you eat it yeah That's what you have to and do. Then, but the rest you use for like regular shit. <laughs> uh, what was the movie about the jazz club in... Uh, the, the, the TV show about the jazz club in Paris? The Eddie. Chazelle. The Eddie. Like I only watched one episode. Uh, and uh, that was more Parisian feel than yep. like any scene of Emily in Paris. Wow, Emily in Paris. Do not watch it. <laughs> no. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. 
What's the biggest struggle she has to face off? Which guy to choose? Is that so? Is that it? Uh, I think the guy she likes uh, has a girlfriend in the beginning. I see. Yeah. I think that's the biggest struggle. She doesn't have struggle with her apartment. First of all, someone organized her apartment for her. No. No. <laughs> Getting an apartment in Paris is the biggest struggle you can imagine. It's like, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm going to be homeless. Like, you're not going to fucking... <laughs> you need, like, handwritten shit and, like, your fucking uh, work contract. And the uh, work contract needs to be, like, a, CD, a CDE, not a CDD. You know, it has to be uh, indeterminé and uh, fucking taxes. <laughs> And a co-signer, it may it's ridiculous. That's why it's uh in it's in the fantasy uh, category in Netflix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unrealistic exactly. uh, apartment renting in Paris yeah. situations. The one thing they got right, like uh, the one references a uh, reference I felt like that they uh, that they did well was at one point Emily. Uh, spoiler alert! I don't give a fuck. Emily gets uh, fired by her boss. And then she's like, oh, fuck, I was fired. And she talks to her French colleagues. And her French colleagues are like, you're not getting fired in France. Like, it's impossible to get fired in France <laughs> if you have a CDE. Like, you would have to shit on your boss's desk to get fired. And they, they, so that happens in the series? <laughs> no, she doesn't shit on it. So that's why it's unrealistic. Uh, she, like, the, the, the boss lady just says, like, oh, you're fired. Uh, but then it turns out that she isn't fired because it's a shit ton of paperwork and it's impossible to get through. So uh, that was a very realistic thing. And uh, another realistic thing might be that, well, uh, Parisians leave for the weekend. You know, like mm. the, in, the, in the weekend, you have no locals in Paris, really. Yeah. Um, because everybody has like a cottage somewhere. <laughs> Goes to the Bretagne or some bullshit. <laughs> All right. I didn't know we would talk for 10 minutes about Emily's in Paris, but I'm glad we did. Ah, yeah, it had to get out. I have I have to be on record saying what I just said. Uh, how long are we? How far are we along? Is it has it been an hour? I think we break the hour mark uh, by one minute. And I worked through only two of my five talking points holy shit maybe we should keep a little bit for next week then yeah we're gonna keep a lot for next week all right shall okay, we sign off we or do you have a last last question maybe one last question like we hit one hour but we didn't hit one hour ten yet right no okay so one question and i'm actually really curious about this because i don't think i ever asked you this and uh What do you think is super douchey without actually being douchey or shouldn't be douchey that you would like to do? So let me explain. When I like work out, afterwards I drink a protein shake. And I used mm. to always make fun of people who drink protein shakes. It's like like those guys in the gym like bulky meatheads that have like the shaker and they have the protein and they drink it immediately after workout they're like oh, i need it otherwise i don't grow yeah now i do the same and there's actually some tasty protein shakes like it's it's become one of my favorite <laughs> beverage like a chocolatey protein <laughs> shake so now i'm like well this seems 
and seem douchey to me, but it actually shouldn't be. Like, I think it should be served in, at cafes and stuff, you know? I don't know. I, I, I like it now. So that's the explanation. Is there something that you can think of that you always thought of or still think is douchey, but that you just like to do? I have one, I think. Um, and it's, I think it's super douchey, but somehow I... I managed to find an excuse for myself is that during summertime I I think something very douchey is people who just when they are driving open all the they open all the windows and they try to share the music with bystander <laughs> <laughs> just like look I'm listening to this music and it's the best shit well I have that as well. I think I listen to the <laughs> best music ever and I think I should share it with people around me. <laughs> and so like, hey, you didn't know about that remix of this song, huh? Look, <laughs> crank up the volume <laughs> to the max, lower the, the windows. And um, I think I'm the shit. I think I'm the uh, music expert yeah. and everyone enjoys that, uh, <laughs> that yeah. experience. Which is like, probably oh. uh, not true <laughs> at all. You're like, oh, I bet you didn't know there was a drums-only version of this song. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre listens to weird music. <laughs> but and also you know, your you car is not the best to like yeah. blast the music. <laughs> like people, when people look, they're like, oh. <laughs> it, it's so strange. I really felt like some kind of DJ or curator. And they're like, hmm. What I'm gonna give it to the people now? <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Oh, traffic light? Oh yeah, it's red. <laughs> traffic light? More like music time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very dumb. Probably no one's enjoy it, and yet I still think that I'm doing a service to the community. So, mm. which is I think the definition of being douchey. Is like but, yeah. you think you're doing something right that everyone enjoys, where actually no one gives a shit or even actually dislike it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you think very egoistically, like ah, oh, you're welcome that I'm doing this for you. Yes, but exactly. You're not doing yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, when you said summertime, I thought about another thing. Um, going topless in like the hot sun. But publicly. Yeah. It's super douchey. But how am I going to get tan? <laughs> I'm not going to get tan. What else would I do? I can't... I, I'm not going to go to, like, the the, the, the the studio and tan. I'm not always on the beach. I have to go to the park and just, like, take off my shirt. Maybe it's go running right. I don't shirtless. Think it's, I don't think it's very douchey. Isn't it? No, I don't think so. Like, go running shirtless? Like your teeth right. are bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> for, for listeners who don't know Cornelius, Cornelius have generous uh, breasts. Ah, so soggy, <laughs> droopy. They, they always look sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know that I think there's a way to be m more douchey, douchier, is when you just roll up the sleeves of your shirt just so that your oh, arms that. are exposed oh oh yeah i do that too fuck <laughs> i think that's even worse because i think if you just remove your shirt you kind of just say that okay i want to get tan but when you just roll up the sleeve of your t-shirt it's more like i want my arms to be shown 
And you know, it's just like No no, you know why you do it? Because you remove the tan line. Like you yeah, move the tan yeah, line yeah, up. <laughs> so if you wear a shirt, there's no tan line even if your shirt moves a little bit. Okay. I'm gonna do it oh, now okay. for this podcast recording so I can I can Oh no, please stop. It looks horrible. Oh, I recently got into long sleeved shirts. I, I wear long sleeved shirts now. I think this could be dedicated for an entire podcast. Yeah. It's green too, and you know I know you have an opinion on me wearing green tops. <laughs> But it's right, definitely your color. <laughs> that's that's where we leave uh that's where we leave the people yes in the unknown our uh 50 listeners thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> all right shall we sign off we shall all right everyone thank you and goodbye goodbye everybody <laughs>